you're listening to Life on Mars. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So guys, what can what can I actually say? What can I I'm lost for words. The amount of support that I have gotten since nine o'clock last night. Honestly, I genuinely, I thought my Instagram was broken. I was fully messaging the support team being like, sorry, I haven't gotten a notification on this in about two weeks. Is everything all right on your end? And now, now my Instagram has never been litter. It's popping daily. Secondly, like it's like I, I'm shook and I can't get over it. And thank you so much. Also, thank you to everybody sending me like private messages of proper essays. That is so nice for you to take time out of your day, even though we have a bit of time on our hands. But uh, it's just so kind. I actually can't get over the fact, like the support, everybody commenting on the post, sharing it to their stories, messaging me. And I must put it out there, a lot of boys, a lot of boys, a lot of boys are sliding into my DMs. So ladies, if you're lacking a bit of D in your life, you know what to do. Start chatting shite into a microphone, pop it up and then your DMs, they'll be lit. Boys who like, I fancied for years, years, I didn't even think they knew I exist are now messaging me. And I'm like, oh, well, hello, welcome. Welcome. Do you want to be in the next podcast? That's the real question. Also hysterical, the amount of people who think they're James. And I'm like, well, first of all, we we actually never went out. So that would be kind of, you know, impossible. Also, you don't drive. Uh, yeah, I kind of mentioned that he had a car. Um, also, yeah, like I actually have never met you. So um, the fact that you think that we went out, but uh, no, honestly, honestly, I just, from the bottom of my heart, I'm filled with joy and uh, thank you so much. And to everybody saying I was born to do this, like it really means the world. I've wanted to do this for years, but I just had to grow a pair of balls and do it. And to anyone out there who's thinking of doing it, just do it. Like even yesterday I was talking to a non-existent audience and now I know that there probably will be at least 11 people listening. And that's just fantastic. We'll take it. So anyway, we have a few things to begin with. First of all, first of all, I have big goss. I have bloody goss. So the cheek, the absolute audacity of my brother. So I don't know if you've all heard the rejection podcast, but if you haven't, definitely go give it a listen. So I told my brother that I fancied a boy and my brother went to tell him for me that I fancied him. But when he told him, my brother told me that the boy didn't fancy me back. But today we have the truth. Everybody listen up. Martha, I have something to tell you. I never asked him. I just told you I did because you wouldn't stop asking me to do it. And I made up that answer. So, I don't know, maybe he did. Sorry, did anybody else feel like Ian was just in the room with them there? Like, why does he sound like a monster? Um, I wasn't trying to, like, disguise his voice so uh, that people would know who he is because I'm clearly telling you that it's Ian. But uh, he kind of just sounded like a monster. So, yeah, um, tip for everybody, don't try to put WhatsApp voice messages on uh, your audio because, uh, yeah, it just makes them sound like fucking Ted Bundy's in the room with you. I know. I'm shook. I'm absolutely shook. So this poor Sean boy from Cork, he could have been madly in love with me too, but my brother never bloody told him that I fancied him. 
I'm raging. I'm raging, tamping, fuming. I'm fu- I'm so angry. Like, can can anybody find Sean from Cork? I know that's not a lot of information, but we definitely should get like a Facebook page going. See, you know, if he's had a glow up since he was 14 and, you know, get it going again. And also, on other news, I actually have like a lot of gossip to talk to before we talk about the main topic that's gonna have everybody's ears glued, glued to their bloody speakers. Um, so last night, uh, basically my dad, Bars, so my dad's name is Bars and I'm Mars, so it's like Mars Bars, like Bars and Mars, Mars and Bars, like we're just, we're two peas in a pod, we're icing together, we're best friends, we get lit most nights, it's absolutely great, he's a hero. And basically he was like, Martha, I can't wait to listen to your new podcast, and I was like, Barry, Bars, I need to, I need to talk to you, I need to talk to you honestly. I am going to be very open on this like I'm not gonna hide anything I'm not gonna be like oh I can't tell you about that time and Ibiza I'm gonna tell you like I'm you're getting the goss like you know there's a girl who has a podcast about talking about how to make girls orgasm and you know she seems to be doing pretty well off it also also can we just discuss the fact that you know RTE are playing normal people at the minute so like if RTE can do it why can't I talk about my sex life do you know that kind of way um I mean we'd all rather see Paul now Naked. Paul Meskel, Meskel, what's his second name? We'd all rather see him naked. Also, the fact that we saw him on the flop and we still, we are all here for it. We're we're here for it. Like, fair play to him. Fair bloody play. God, if he ever listened to one of these, I would lose myself. I would die. I would die. I think he's living with people. I semi-know if those people haven't been listening. Just put in a good word for me. But anyway, I was thinking of putting it up, this up on Facebook as well. And like, I know that's kind of like an older audience these days. God, I hope I'm not offending anyone. Love you, old people. (laughs) And uh, I was thinking they might be, you know, it might be a bit awkward, like my friends, parents listening. But then I'm like, you know, a younger audience weren't the only people reading Fifty Shades. Yeah, we see you, Sandra. Sandra, we see you. We see you reading that book on the diary on the way to work, honey. We see you. So yeah, I'm gonna have to do it. But anyway, sorry, back to Barry. So basically I was like, Barry's, I'm gonna be talking about my sex life. The next one I'm doing is about me losing my virginity. So Barry's is like, did you lose your virginity to that James guy? And I was like, Barry, you went over two and a half years, clearly. So anyway, Barry uh, was like, I'm gonna hit him. I'm gonna hit him. Then he, we actually had an, the most awkward, ridiculous, like it shouldn't happen in real life conversation where basically we just came to the conclusion that he, he well he came to the conclusion that he wants to support me he wants to listen to them and if I talk about my sex life I'm talking about my sex life and that's just the way it's gonna go he was like it's natural we all do it then he started telling me about his sex life Barry Barry no no I did not sub- subscribe to hear this I don't need to know about all of your previous lovers you're choosing to listen to mine. You're you're making that decision. I didn't I didn't ask for this. But like it was goss. I just had to pretend he wasn't my dad and just oh. uh, anyway. Anyway, okay, sorry, moving on, moving on. Everybody's probably already stopped listening to this one by now. And one more thing before we get into the bloody business. So we tonight, 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 I'm thinking maybe of putting up a question box about what I'm going to be talking about today. So now's the big reveal. Today I'm going to be talking about losing our V cards, losing your virginity. So tonight I'm thinking if I put up a question box and you guys can write in some things about losing your virginity. If you've listened to this, you have any questions, queries, concerns, ask away and then I can, yeah, I'm going to say it. I can talk on my Instagram. I'm going to get sick. 
projectile how horrific like it's the worst thing in the world but anyway I'm thinking of doing it let me know what you all think and from your feedback I will make a decision I washed my hair for the first time this week so it's about the best the best time I could be doing it you know what I'm saying so where do I begin so today I'm going to be talking about losing the big V now before we get into the nitty-gritty and the stories I'm going to be telling you I need to just make a public announcement to the world if you lose your virginity when you're 14 if you lose your virginity when you're 27 if you haven't lost it if you've lost it if you didn't love the person if you love the person if it was one night stand if you regret it if you don't bloody remember it it does not matter can we all just get off this vibe of judging people like let's just sex is sex once you do it it doesn't really mean that much it's a bit of crack it's a bit of fun the first time you actually question why you ever thought you'd want to take part in this activity but we all just need to come to terms with the fact that like do you know the way like even yesterday I was chatting to one of my good friends and she was saying how when she she lost it when she was 19 and she was saying like when people would be like oh my god I only lost mine when I was 17 mortified and she still hadn't lost it. Like, can we all just not make people feel like shit? Some people just aren't down for the nitty gritty until they feel ready for it. And I I am one of those people who waited and I'm here for that. But I'm also, let's not judge the people who are like, ah, you know, fancy that guy, we're just gonna do it. Doesn't I don't really give a shit. Fair, do it, we back it. Give me all the juicy deets that I want to know. So anyway, I just needed to clear this up. And if you're listening to this and you haven't lost your virginity, fair play to you. Like, I think waiting for the right person is just nice. Like, you're never going to forget your first time. So if you can wait for your first person to be like somebody that you'll even like or fancy, happy days. If you can't remember your first time though, who cares? Go and have sex again and pretend that's your first time. Do you know what I'm saying? Wait until the best sex you've had and be like, ooh, my first time you know because I don't remember the other ones iconic we love it I support you slide into my dms and tell me all about it because I just love the juicy deets I love them so now if any family members are listening clearly Barris doesn't give a shit but any other family members I will be talking about sexual experiences right now so if you if you if this isn't for you just you know stop listening you know go back to working from home or watching Netflix or whatever the hell you were doing before this because I don't want to ruin any like family relationships during this I feel like everybody else judge away couldn't give a shite so anyway 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 so the first time I had an opportunity to lose my virginity I don't know why I keep saying it like that but it's just I love it was when I was 15. So I was seeing a boy, he's come up before, I don't know whether he was Mark or Ben, but I was seeing him for a year and we were getting together the odd time and bits and bobs were happening at like parties and stuff. Like we were getting touchy-feely, you know, hands were going places, things were happening. Like he was my first of many's like firsts, if that makes sense. So like I kind of was in the back of my head, like all of my friends had sex. As I said before, there was kind of a bit of pressure on me to do it, but I knew I wasn't ready. So anyway, one night we're at a party and when we arrived at this party, we got given a VIP bag with a condom in it. And I was like, okay, well like if this isn't a sound from the Lord above, this is happening. So I was like, okay, showed up in sexy little dress, like uh, loads of alcohol, like I was ready for it. 
So anyway, basically I ended up KOing and it didn't happen. And I think it was a week later, a week later, he, I had a party in my house. I think it was New Year's Eve. And I was like, ooh, baby, baby, first time New Year's Eve, start the new year on a bang, if you know what I'm saying. And he kissed my friend. And he also broke a frame in my house, which to this day he denies because I actually, I actually saw this boy, this boy, I think like two years ago and the dirty, it happened, it happened, which is iconic. Like we love to see that, bring it back, a comeback boy, do you know what I'm saying? Like it didn't happen then, but it happened now and we're delighted. It was great, it was fantastic. It was probably 10 times better than it would have been when we were 15 and like awkward and hadn't hit puberty yet. So he broke a frame in my house, kissed my friend, the same friend actually, oh, is she gonna know that I'm talking about her if I say this? Sure, fuck up. She dealt her cards. The same friend who told me that my first boyfriend, James, didn't fancy me. So she just liked taking my men, taking them off me. So anyway, after that, we never really got together again. That was kind of the end of that. Um, also, like I was in love with his best friend, as we all know. So do you know what I mean? It was no love lost. So anyway, oh, this story is iconic. I remember when this happened, it was proper, The ho my whole year were like on board and all my friends like, Martha, that's insane. So now this is one of those stories that people are gonna be like, oh, Martha, shut up, that didn't happen. You're chatting shite. But when I say I have witnesses, I have, do you know, it, ha it happened. It, I don't know why these things happen to me. They just do. Do you know why they do, girls? Do you know why they do, girls and boys? Because I couldn't give a shit about being rejected. So I put myself out there way too much. So anyway, fourth year, I went to a thing called Model United Nations where you go and debate. And it's basically where the losers go. No, I'm joking. I love to debate. I'll debate you to the ground and back. I piss my friends off because I'm so argumentative sometimes. But um, if I believe in something, I stand for it. And shouldn't we all? Shouldn't we all? Went to Model United Nations and I was there with four girlos, all legends. And basically the first night we did speed dating. So I was sitting beside this girl in my year. We'll call her Sarah for argument's sake. And she is a bloody bombshell. Like Love Island, how are you? Sorry, I feel like that's actually offensive to say. No, like she's hot enough to be on Love Island, but she's too smart, if that makes sense. And anyway, she's so hot. We're sitting beside each other and, uh, sorry, there was too many girls. So the girls had to like team up. And I was like, oh, for fuck sake is this actually a joke you're putting me beside her like give a girl a bloody chance give a girl a shot at finding love so anyway i'm sitting beside her and it's literally like oh god i'm scared to say names in case i offend some celebrities here but it's like ricky gervais i'm ricky gervais and i love him by the way i the personality always wins in my eyes um which you'll find out in the story but anyway i'm ricky gervais and she's brad pitt i don't know why he's two boys to describe us but here we are and anyway, we're chatting away and like every guy sits down is looking at her, like literally taking her clothes off with her eyes. And I'm sitting there like the wing woman for her, like also crying on the inside. So anyway, this guy sits down and he's just gorgeous. Like he was like a really, really hot blondie ginger and tall and really hot. So anyway, we, me and Sarah were like, oh my God, he's gorgeous. So anyway, basically he ends up being in my group. So my country was Switzerland with my friend. I'll call my friend um, Sally just for argument's sake. And me and Sally are in a group. We're about Switzerland. And, no I'm Switzerland she was Ireland I can't remember who he was but basically you cheats where you could send notes to other countries being like okay we want to talk to this country about like the famine <laughs> what the famine it's 2020 we want to talk to this country about Brexit back us up when we say this like put your hand up and agree with what we're saying so anyway I took mine and I just sent it to him and I was like hey good looking like how are you how's life like I think you're gorgeous 
uh, we were chatting last night at Speed Eddie. So anyway, basically me, him, and then Sally joined in. Now I'm all for Sally, I love Sally, she's a great gal, but I was like, Sally, I'm kind of trying to get something going here. So anyway, throughout the four days, it was extremely clear that he was into Sally. And I was like, ooh, rejection, we love it, we're buzzing off it. Last night there was a disco and I was like, okay, it's survival of the fittest, me or Sally are gonna take home the trophy, who's gonna win? And he didn't come to the disco and I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. So anyway, I'm standing there and he comes over and he's like, hey Martha, um, yeah, I'm not, I can't come to the disco tonight, but I was wondering if I could give you my number and maybe like we could continue chatting or whatever. And I was like, oh my God, he's obviously just doing this because he gave Sally his number, he just want me to feel left out. So anyway, I go over to Sally and I'm like, oh my God, that was so sound of him to give us his number. What are we calling? Oh, this is, oh, sorry. Actually, I'm going to wait to tell you his name because his name's iconic. So um, I was like, he just gave me his number. Did he give you his number? And she was like, no. And I was like, oh shit oh shit I've won I've won and then I was like maybe he just gave it to me because he was too scared to give it to her but ladies the next two weeks we're texting non-bloody stop I was doing work experience in nursing a nursing home in a crash and I'm texting him all the time and it's banter flanter give it to me I'm ready I'm ready so anyway not one word not one word of a lie he goes to me would you like to come out to Houts this weekend where he was from? Oh God, if he ever listens to this. Hi, how are you? Sorry for like literally telling our love story, even though it wasn't a love story at all. He was like, would you like to come out to Houts for a night on Saturday? And I was like, yes, I would bloody buzz off that. Can't wait. Let's get it going. Let's do it. So he was like, okay, cool. I could take you. Like he said this so bloody casually. He's like, yeah, sure. Grand. Like I could just take you around like the harbour on my yacht. But, excuse excuse me excuse me did you just say yacht and he was like yeah I have a yacht so anyway Jenny my friend Jenny was having a massive party that weekend the whole year we're going I was like Jenny I am so sorry I'm so sorry I can't come I'm going on a yacht with the sexy boy so anyway went out to Hoth was shitting myself I wore Uggs the Uggs the penny Uggs that like disintegrate when you look at them and we ended up going for a stroll on the beach first and I was like I can feel the sea in my socks and we sat so anyway basically we sat on the beach had a few drinks and we were chatting away such banter and he was like okay let's go to the yacht so now I call him yacht boy but we should could also call him John Tucker because remember that maybe John Tucker must die and they're on the yacht like dancing and it's so romantic and that was basically my life we were on the yacht he was playing music we were having it he got me some Prosecco we we're having some Prosecco sitting on top of the yacht stars it was so warm like everything was fantastic so anyway we went into the yacht it's like as I walked down the steps I was like I think you know where it's about to go and it went exactly where I wanted it to go and um, oh that sound that sounded dirty but anyway so we did bits and it was all great actually what like there was god there was a bit of an awkward experience I'll get onto that another day when I'm a bit more open about talking about sexual activity but um anyway so he takes out a condom and he's like is this happening and I was like do you know what no and oh, to this day, I'm like, Martha, you could have had sex on a bloody yacht for your first time. How iconic, like grab the bull by the horns and just bloody do it. But I just didn't feel like it was right. It was the first time we'd met up and like, I don't know, wasn't feeling it. So anyway, I didn't. And girls, looking back, I'm happy I didn't because it just didn't feel right. So like, 
fair enough I didn't do it and like yeah one day one day I will have sex on a boat have I I don't think I have but one day I will and I'll be like I've ticked that it won't be a yacht and it won't be half as nice as his yacht because it was bloody decent but you look these things happen so anyway we spoke for like a while after but nothing really came from it we were both busy bees and that was just that but yeah like he actually came up on my hinge a while ago and I was like oh throwback we love a good throwback like the first boy Ben him coming back into my life and getting the ride and then this guy was trying to come back into my life but that fizzled it fizzled as well like the all the good ones do so anyway this leads me on to Adam so Adam was the boy before James who I knew from holidays and when we got home we used to kiss and stuff and I remember like I, I was saying in the last podcast I used to get a bloody taxi to his house spend like 40 euro to sit on his wall I did it twice and like he he just wouldn't let me into his house and his parents wouldn't be there he'd be like oh my sisters are here and I'm like your sisters are literally four years old like what are they gonna do like just let me into your house and anyway he wouldn't let me so he'd sit outside the wall but I remember one night we were kissing and things got a bit frisky and he undid my bra and I was like okay look we're outside on wall in public can we all just like calm down take a few deep bloody breaths here and then his teacher drove by and he was like oh for fuck's sake that was my teacher that's so embarrassing oh for fuck's sake for fuck's sake I was like excuse me excuse me my my bra isn't intact my bra is unclipped my boobs are hanging low for the world to see and you're the one you are the one who's angry because your teacher just drove by like the fact that my dignity has just gone out the bloody window means nothing to you so anyway yeah he was actually a bit of an arsehole love him nice guy and if he's listening to this like I do love you you're a great guy but you were a bit of an arsehole to me I'm gonna put that out there and then so anyway we are meant to have sex he does leaving search and I remember it was like the day before he finished leaving search and it was 17th of June my birthday for anybody wondering coming up soon I'm gonna have to have a party by myself me and bars and anyway he basically um texted me being like oh are we going away for a night I have your birthday present ready and I was like oh my god you got me a present he was like condoms I was like oh <laughs> god I'm dying of laughter here anyway so um basically I texted him back being like sorry I'm kind of seeing somebody else now and it was such a bloody power move because he treated me like shit so I didn't feel bad and then when me and James actually broke up he messaged me and was like no like I really want something from this like I want this to go somewhere and I was like you missed the boat you missed the boat I well god we I can't even talk about boats anymore without that bloody yacht story going back into my head but you missed the boat you missed the taxi the taxi that I was fucking paying for is year for you missed them both they're gone they're long gone they're in the distance see you later so that was that so anyway then I started seeing James the love of my life and anyway uh we were seeing each other for four months before or going out even for four months so we started going out in July and we had sex in for the first time in October so October came along and uh I had the big fight with the girls I was telling you about I feel like you're all gonna have to listen to the podcast to get all the juicy gossip content from before but basically I'd had a big fight with my friends she gave out shit to me at a Halloween party I went home bawling crying followed me home oh my god I just said his name oh my god I'm gonna have to go back and crap that out James followed me home and um anyway he was so good to me so that week we planned to do the dirty because his family were away and he had a free house and like we we wanted to do for a while but we're like we're not gonna do for the first time in your car like do you know what I mean 
So anyway, his family were away and we I spent the whole week crying. I was just an emotional wreck. Like I was crying the whole time. I was just so upset what my friends had done to me. I just couldn't get over it. So the whole week he would like get me takeaways, make me dinners, snuggle up and watch a movie. Not once did he bring it up. Not once. Like he's such a nice guy. Like boys listening because I'm shocked at the amount of boys who actually did listen to my podcast and really enjoyed them. So shout out to all my male followers. Hopefully you'll be featuring one day. Fancy half of you that messaged me just just so you know. Just putting that out there. But anyway, listen up because he was so good to me. Like I was upset. He wasn't like, oh for feck's sake we're meant to have sex the first time. It's so annoying. He was just like didn't even bring it up. It wasn't even a thing that was like oh, you know the way we said. So anyway, one night um, we were watching a movie and I was like, I think we should go to the bedroom. So we went to the bedroom and we were kissing on his bed and I was like, okay, I think I'm ready. And do you know what? The fact that he'd been so good to me and just demonstrated how much he loved me, the fact that he wasn't even talking to his friends because they'd been absolute ourselves to me, just proved that like he, he was the one that I wanted to do this with. He treated me like a princess, as you all know, like people messaging me being like, is James single? Because you're all obsessed with him and rightly so. He is a saint, sent from above. And um. Anyway, I was ready and I was like, this is this is the right time, it's the right person. I feel 100% that I will never regret this. So anyway, we're there and I'm like, I'm ready. And he's like, oh, what, like, what, are, you, what are you ready for? What, what, are you hungry again? I was like, I'm ready. And he's like, oh, you're ready. And I was like, yeah, I'm ready. And he was like, oh God, I didn't think you'd be ready because you've been so upset that I just, I just didn't think you'd be ready. And I was like, yeah, well, I'm ready. I was like, are you ready? And he was like, yeah, yeah I think I'm ready. So we were both ready. So anyway, he had to go and find a condom and they were on top of this drawer in his room and he's trying to find them. It was this whole big deal. So I'm just lying there like, it was October, so it's pretty cold. So I had 50 layers on. So I was like, oh, let me just, oh, one jumper, two jumper, coat, three pairs of socks, two pairs like leggings under my tracksuit bottoms, three t-shirts, oh, a vest on as well. Like it took a good 20 minutes just for me to get naked, basically. So anyway, it, it, so it started happening. It started happening and girls, oh my God, the pain, the pain of it. Like people who enjoy their first time, I'm like fair play. I was an agony. I was just like, that's not meant to be there. That's not normal. And by the way, it took, I'd say five or six times before I in any way shape formed enjoyed it. And then by like the sixth time, I was like, okay, okay, I get it now. I get why people do this. I get why people do this. It's not just to have children. Like this is a good time. But at the start, I was like, this is awful. But the worst part about it, the worst part. I love how he said this was magical. He was magical. The situation wasn't magical. But like, whose is? Like, it's awkward. Like, it doesn't feel like it's meant to be there. They don't want to hurt you. And also, this is what made normal people so accurate, guys. It was so accurate. Like, just the awkwardness of it. And how consent is so sexy. Like, we were going out and the whole time he was like, are you sure you want to do this? Are you sure? Are you okay? Is this sore? Like, are you all right? We can stop whenever you want. We can stop whenever you want. And like, it was his first time so like for most guys like obviously they just want to enjoy it and like you know like it's so exciting for them the whole time he was just making sure I was okay and boys take notes because that's just so important no matter if it's your first time or not always be like is this okay for you are you enjoying it ask like what can I do for you and we will tell you we will tell well girls if you don't tell boys what to do for you tell them that's the biggest thing I've learned never fake an orgasm I've done it too many times never pretend that like you're enjoying it when you're not just tell them just tell them what to do like we're all open and honest here but anyway the worst part about it was that I the whole time had to look at a poster of fucking Wayne Rooney 
Wayne Rooney on the wall staring at me the whole time. I was like, oh my God, don't look at it, don't look at it. And I just kept looking at it being like, why are you looking at me? He was judging me as well. And I was like, sorry, Mr. Like, not so attractive. I'm such a bitch. But like, I, was, I had to look at him the whole time. I was like, oh my God, like, oh, I actually, if there's one thing that's going to put you off, that is, I'll tell you that much for free. But anyway, but anyway, where was I? So yes, that was my first time. And sorry, this podcast is a bit longer than the others, but like it has to be. It was just too many iconic stories not to tell. Um, I'm going to try to stick to 20 minutes for them, but sure luck, these things happen. Sure luck, sure listen. But anyway, my first time, as I said, I'm delighted it was with who it was with. It was magical because it was him and I always will look back on it and find memories, even though it was so sore, uncomfortable, not natural feeling. Um, but yeah, so tonight, tonight, if I go on Instagram and talk and cry because I'm talking and judge myself so much, if I put up a little box about people's first time, would people be interested and get involved in some comments? Even if you've like any queries or questions about this that I didn't answer, maybe you could get involved. But anyway, first time, as I said, let's not all overthink it. If you still haven't had your first time, I'm rooting for you. Make it a good one. Make it a bloody good one. And let's not judge each other let's not be harsh let's not make people feel bad about themselves or put them down if they had it a bit later than you did or if they didn't do it with somebody they loved we're all on our own journeys and let's just celebrate each other's journeys and be bloody sound people do you know what I mean but anyway thank you so much for listening guys I hope you enjoyed this I'm still shocked at the amount of shite I'm telling you guys if I ever try to get a job in a bank, they're going to be like, so Martha, to become a manager in the bank here, how does this story about you losing your V-card, um, if you'd like to explain what a V-card is as well, actually, that would be great. How will that help you as your role of becoming a manager? Like, I'm screwed. What am I doing? But anyway, we're here now. We've done it. But thank you so much for listening. And I shall talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening guys and I'll see you soon. Love ya, Mars.